0: Hello, weaves around the world! Welcome to another episode of Top 10 Anime Discussions, a show where yours truly, Nicole, and my co-host, Landon, get into huge discussions on your favorite anime series, tropes, and genres. In this episode, we'll be discussing Academy Award-nominated writer and director, Mama Hosoda's innovative and interesting view on the impacts of the digital world with his newest film, Belle, becoming his highest-grossing film of all time, taking the world by storm. It was immediately well-received upon its initial release, premiering at the 2021 Cannes Film Festival, where the audience proceeded to give it a 14-minute standing ovation. A tale about inner strength and personal healing, Bella transports us to this fantastical world that's not just an escape from reality, but a place where you can discover and express yourself however you please. The story takes inspiration from the classic fairy tale Beauty and the Beast, but offers its own unique and modern spin. It follows the life of Susu Naito, a shy 17-year-old high school student living in the countryside who unexpectedly becomes a global phenomenon with the popular virtual world of Yu for a brilliant singing voice. But at the height of her popularity, she ends up venturing on an emotional quest involving the uncovering of the identity of the mysterious beast persona, notorious among You for his violent reputation. Okay, so starting off with the movie's strong points, one of the first ones right off the bat is definitely the visuals. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Looks-wise, it's definitely like best work, you know, and he's usually very good when it comes to CGI animation, but this is like really, you know, just blew me out of the water.
1: Yeah, it's great to see uh, Japan expanding on the 3D animation industry, because, you know, compared to the US, it's been lacking.
0: But, like, I don't, I feel like Japan is capable of doing 3D animation. It's just, you know, it's not really well done. I don't know if it's because of the budget or just skills-wise, but, you know, still, in this movie, definite talent was shown, especially when... We switch between CGI and 2D animation to show the difference between the world of you and reality.
1: Yes, it definitely created a nice contrast, especially in that one scene where the main character reveals herself online and she goes back to 2D to reveal it. It's her true self, you know? Yeah. But
0: like her true self was also technically drawn in CGI though, but it was actually well done. Oh, like you nice. could tell it was CGI, but it was well done enough that like you could go with it, you know?
1: Exactly. I'm excited to see more like stylized 3D animation that I think the anime industry is building upon. It's like stuff like Land of the Illustrious and now Belle.
0: And on top of those stunning visuals, the character designs were also something mm-hmm. we should definitely note. Like these characters, a lot like all of these ASs, like hundreds of them must have been drawn and they've only had like three seconds on screen and yet so much detail was put to them.
1: It really like makes clear how diverse the internet is. Like no one is drawn in like the same art style, you know, because yeah. they're very individual. They're their own individuals and that's kind of like a point they make in the movie. Mm-hmm.
0: And you know what? It's so, it's so like... Nice to know too that this was oh, that uh, these character designs were also helped done by a former Disney artist, Jim Kim, the Jin Kim, the first Korean animator to work at Disney.
1: He has such like a cartoonist name, yeah. that's <laughs> <I guess laughs> definitely someone who works in the cartoon industry. Yeah,
0: uh, I think one of my favorite parts about the mu- movie though is, did you know that Belle was actually supposed to be a musical, like originally? Like again, not a
1: musical at this point.
0: I mean like it has music, right? It has people singing, but it doesn't have the
1: aspects of a musical. I guess that's
0: true. Mamoru Osoda had planned Bell to be a musical, but then he thought that since Japan's culture doesn't really, you know, they're not really used to that kind of format, he decided to just go for a simple film film okay. instead.
1: Either would have worked effectively.
0: Yeah, uh, but either way, like, the music was great. Like, straight
1: from the opening scene, like, that music made me st- want to start moving right away. Yeah, I think it would have been too jarring for a Mamoru Osoda movie to be a musical.
0: I mean, like, I can see him pulling it off. I Maybe. It could, but... I don't know about the choreography, but music-wise, you've seen what he's capable of. So. Yeah,
1: he's very talented.
0: Yeah, the first the first song of the film, Millennium Paradise. Para- I keep saying paradise. I'm just afraid. <laughs> Millennium Parade. That's definitely one of my top of the entire movie.
1: It's so catchy. I love the beat.
0: I mean, like, even you, you said, like, that one song where she's singing to the beast, right? You said that, like... It, you thought it was pretty generic, but then by the end, you were already
1: humming the tune. I guess it's catchy. It's just the lyrics. Maybe it's more poetic in Japanese. I don't know. It just ugh, lyrics.
0: <laughs> and you know what? I think one of the like, okay, story-wise, I think it was strong in the point where like it was it was good at showing how teenagers are. Mm-hmm. It was good teenage rep. You know, it was an over dramatic, and it was they were all like down i could relate to these characters you know like they felt human i mean like i feel like so much media these days they try to glamorize teenage life or they try to make it super depressing or you know like
1: i totally understand what you mean especially when it's a story that involves the internet
0: yeah definitely like so many like internet-based stories these days are trying to like villainize like
1: technology you don't see that in this movie though I mean, like he kind of did with like how they ignored uh, the boys abuse and stuff like that. But I think they found a good balance of like the pros and cons of the Internet. And I think that's really nice. Like they
0: showed that the Internet allows you to express who you are as a person, whether that's good or bad, you know. Mm -hmm. And what I enjoyed was that when Belle was beginning to rise to the height of her popularity, that. You know, that didn't mean that she was beloved by everybody. Like, people still criticized her, especially, like, straight off the bat. They called her, like, an attention getter and such. definitely
1: realistic, too, you know, internet culture.
0: Yeah, like, there was... I, I felt like every time you made, like, a criticism, like, a few seconds later, there would be a hate comment saying the exact <laughs> oh, same wow. thing. really blowing me <laughs>
1: out of this podcast.
0: Still, uh, and you know what? The story was nice overall,
1: but there was definitely, like, issues you could see you know, but yeah, a lot of the main criticisms I've seen online is that people thought it was too open-ended. I don't think it was too open-ended. I just think that it wasn't developed enough to be satisfactory.
0: Yeah, uh, actually for me, I thought it was tied up a little too nicely. Like there's yeah. so many questions unanswered, like what happened to Belle? What about the Beast? Like what's what's gonna happen in the world of you now that people know her identity?
1: Did Canoe guy end up with saxophone girl? I need answers. How did the, what, how?
0: what's gonna happen to the Beast and his brother now, you know? Like, exactly. It was just, you know, too
1: clean. Like I said before, uh, I think this would have been perfect as a series, like a whole ass anime. Because like you have this interesting cast, and each kind, of, each character kind of had their own little arc they're going through. You know, maybe mm-hmm. it's not like the most dramatic thing in the world, but they, it's still their own thing. But because there are so many arcs like going on in this two-hour film, uh. They couldn't be, some of them could not be developed enough, and that, you know, kind of wondering, wondering more. Uh, for example, Canoe Guy. <laughs> canoe Guy you and. She really his name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Kamishin. Kamishin? Oh, oh. Kamishini? I don't know. Canoe Guy. I just kind all own Canoe Guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> she definitely had like an arc going on, like. Going to nationals and like his romance with Saxophone Girl. The entire
0: yeah. point of his character was that he took a single photo and that was the reason that saying, were... I liked
1: his character though. <laughs> I just like characters like that,
0: and you know. You know what though? Like, yeah, I definitely agree that it worked out as a series because this movie tried to bite off too much too much. It tried to bite off more than it chew, Like it tried to squeeze too many plots into a mere two hours. But, like, that didn't didn't work out well. And what I was really disappointed about was that they didn't expand enough on the universe. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's such an interesting concept, you know? I mean, like, the idea of virtual reality, that's not, like, no one's unfamiliar with that concept. But you, like, it was this new world, and I felt like... They didn't explain like the laws of this place or like how things work enough for me to like be fully invested.
1: Exactly. I was like, what can a player and player not do because the beast gets its own ass castle and it's just, it's just never explained why he has this castle.
0: And like, aside from having like, AS's, your like, own virtual persona, how is this different from like, the regular internet, you know? There was
1: also like, AI that he was friends with, and I never, I never explained it, he just had AI. We could
0: have like, expanded more on the vigilantes too, mm-hmm. because, Yeah, I felt like the vigilantes, their their only, like, purpose was to create conflict, but that conflict never felt really resolved. Uh Like, who are these people?
1: I feel like they could have been really interesting characters and really interesting stuff, but because, like, it's just, like, their characters are vaguely explained, like, we don't really get that impact.
0: I definitely thought that they'd be, like, those, like, cookie-cutter superheroes that are supposed to show that not everyone's perfect, even, like beyond the surface you know mm-hmm. still yeah if this was a series i don't know because like i i don't think like this the main story of bell could be split up easily into a series but maybe with some rewriting it could have worked
1: yeah mom hosoda uh he really likes to make emotional movies like tear jerkers, and he was definitely trying to go for that with bell but the thing is bell has like a bigger cast than his other movies yeah and he wants there to be a lot of emotional impact but you just don't feel connected enough to the characters or like see connect to their lives in a way where you can really like feel with the characters like For example, uh, the main character and her father, there was definitely a subplot going on where, you know... They couldn't talk to each other
0: because of, like, their mother's death. Yeah,
1: Yeah, especially. So, like, the moment, like, she starts to open up to him at the end, that should have been, like, a way more impactful moment. But because we never really develop on that much, because there's whole other subplots going on, it just didn't feel like as you know, meaningful as it should have been.
0: They're, the characters were well, the characters and their relationships with others were well written, right? It's just, they didn't have enough chance to develop an emotional bond with the viewers. And so we're just, we're feeling left out, you know, Especially, like we missed something. Yeah. Uh, something else I want to note is that I, I, I love Mamoru Soto's directing style mm-hmm. because throughout the movie, like he uses a lot of wide shots and he does it, he uses a lot of wide shots with little to no camera movement and it's this thing he does which makes the viewer feel like they're looking through a window and actually seeing this all fold out in real life like you know we're seeing these characters lives especially in that confession scene remember with canoe guy and <laughs> saxophone girl yeah you know like that was like this whole wide frame in the train station and the camera didn't move at all for like those two minutes. Oh yeah, I love that
1: directing a choice.
0: And that with that choice, like you definitely felt that like awkwardness that comes from like confessing to someone you love and like that that tense situation. And you're like, oh my god, what's happening? It definitely feels like you're looking into these lives, you know?
1: Exactly. I felt like I was in saxophone girl's shoes.
0: Yeah, like that's why I love Mama Oshii because he is good at making as as he's good. And making you feel like these characters really exist and that you're actually watching them, you know?
1: You just, in this movie, you couldn't connect to them as well.
0: But, like, I think we keep coming back to this. It's just there's not there's not enough development in characters. Exactly. The most notable for me is, like, between Belle and the Beast. Exactly. Because there's, like, yeah, they suddenly get along. But how do we but why
1: it's like one song and they're besties
0: yeah i know and and you know what else like they're, they're definitely trying to throw like a red herring at us right like uh-huh. they they're making us trying to think that there's going to be some romance between the beast because uh-huh. of the obvious parallels to beauty and the beast uh-huh. and, but, and it's just but you didn't feel that romance at all either way even if it is not intentionally supposed to be a romance you know uh-huh. Because, yeah, they danced, but how many conversations did they really have with each other? Exactly,
1: like, I didn't feel the chemistry as like a platonic relationship or a romantic relationship.
0: I mean, I thought that ending scene in the rain
1: was cute. I thought it was adorable, it, you know? It was kind of confusing, it was kind of jarring to me. Like, she just stands up and then for some reason the dad is like, terrified of I under- her. Yeah,
0: wow. I understand. I don't know why he was like running like he saw some sort of animal. But- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe he felt intimidated because she didn't react
1: or maybe he just has like a thing against blood because girl she was bleeding
0: what else is that mm. i felt like there wasn't enough like build up to the beast reveal mm. like watching it a second time through i definitely noticed that there's supposed to be clues but i don't think it was enough clues for anyone to tie it together like Oh, we were just supposed to guess that the Beast was an abused kid just from a few camera shots.
1: Exactly. This is the main problem, or one of the main problems of this movie is that it just doesn't have enough impact. I I guess so, I'll have to admit that, yeah. I just like, but I, usually when I watch a Mamoru Hosada movie, I feel like bittersweet and empty. But like, I feel, you know, I feel, but like, I didn't really feel at the end of this movie.
0: I mean, that's that's the thing, like, Mamoru Soda, his endings are usually, you know, supposed to be leaving you with that sort of, and life goes on, kind of feeling. <laughs> it, but still, like, I felt that <sighs> there was, like, a lot of potential, and I felt like he met some of that potential, but not all of it. Or you know what? Something else I have to, like, criticize and point out is that I felt like the messages that the movie was trying to say were kind of convoluted. Like, yeah, there was that parallel where Suzu goes to help the beast and how her mother saved a stranger's child. And there was supposed to be that parallel, like, why are you saving someone who technically has nothing to do with you? But that didn't, that wasn't, like, a repeating thing in the movie. Like, that's just a random parallel and that didn't feel like the message we're supposed to take. Like I don't know what we were supposed to like learn from this. like are we supposed to be embracing who we are or are we supposed to learn that everyone's more capable when they're allowing themselves to be vulnerable?
1: Also, call me simple-minded, but I did not agree with the mother's actions. If I had a child and there are other people around me without children, I would not risk my own life or someone else's baby. I just feel like, that's just really immature. Just really irresponsible, you know? Did not not agree with her. Did not like that. Thought it was pretty stupid.
0: But I mean, but she, I don't know, it's that same debate with like Uncle Ben and Spider-Man. Because Uncle Ben, he's like always telling Peter, like, what's it? With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Uncle Ben dies. Doing the right thing, and then Peter Parker goes through this whole depressed thing. like, "Yo, you had me. Why would you have to go killing yourself over <laughs> something like that?" But you know what? That turns Peter Parker into one of the best superheroes in the Marvel Universe. Okay,
1: but these kids aren't superheroes. The mom wasn't a superhero. She was a mom. That's the mom's the responsibility thing. to protect her own children and raise her own children. Uncle she Ben left normal- her children. She effectively just kind of walked out of their lives. Uncle
0: Ben was a normal dude too. Also, but he Hey, Can I
1: curse? Is this a podcast or anything?
0: I'd really rather you did it.
1: Okay, okay. Well, how the hell did you manage to die while saving the kid? It's like a river. It was like, a river
0: that was being I, overflowed. How the kid not like,
1: gets rubbed up with her? I don't know, I, I just like, I did not understand that scene very much and I did not like it. I thought the mom was pretty stupid. The,
0: it was supposed
1: mm-hmm. to be you you are exactly the same as the people in the movie
0: who are and like you know what? those people for that are try- right
1: the, I, those people they have a point they were haters sometimes haters have a point <sighs> Okay. Fine.
0: Let's okay, let's leave it at that okay fine let's just okay you know what I don't want
1: to argue about this anymore it was supposed to be like a noble choice but who cares a noble choice or a stupid one she basically just like abandoned them or oh, abandoned the child because there she were other to... people there. She... She... <laughs> no one else. Could... The girl was on like solid land. <laughs> the... I know the tide is rising, but she had a good few minutes.
0: Lori, come on, come on! Like how it was gonna take a while before help came because of the fucking storm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow!
0: Wow. Oh, wow! Excuse me. It was gonna take a while because of the effing storm.
1: (laughs) So, because of the bleep storm.
0: And you know what? Like, I felt I feel like anyone would have been tempted to do the same decision. I
1: would not. I would stay on land. I am. I am not sacrificing myself. Well, shut up. Okay, let's
0: move on. You know, okay. Like I was saying. The messages Mamoru Hosoda was trying to say felt a little confusing. I didn't know what he was trying to teach us. But at the same time, I felt like he did show us what was... He did give an interesting like take on internet culture, you know? because like these days the internet is portrayed as this big evil corporation and we totally discard the fact that the internet has been able to bring like a lot of people together and manage people to show off like who they really are in the inside it's, it's, we see this especially with Suzu like she's going through this big traumatic event in her life and she can't find herself being able to do something she loves singing but once she enters you, Uh, whose, like, whole thing is, like, you can be a new you. You can be who you are, truly. And she turns into Belle, and, like, suddenly she's, like, slowly healing.
1: Yeah, it's, like, our therapy, and it's... I thought that was really well executed. Yeah,
0: especially, like, considering in these times where, like, we were locked up for, like, a year, and, like, our only... the only way we were capable of making human connection was through a screen you know
1: in fact one of my favorite scenes from the movie was like when she was going to karaoke and it just felt like everyone was barbarding her to sing and she just felt like really panicked and like, like you can see how like her mom's you know death like really affected her and her anxiety and i thought that scene was really well executed
0: yeah and so I I enjoy that like Hosoda didn't portray the internet as something like unhealthy or like things get out of hand because the conflict of this movie isn't the fact that Belle's like fame gets out of hand because it's on the internet it's because it's showing that her growth as a person makes her more capable than she realized and she's only able to do this because of the internet you know because of the world of you
1: yeah these days The internet is kind of seen as a monolith, but it's a very diverse place. I think they should have stopped with the internet movies after Perfect Blue because they all just had the same plot where they just, oh no, internet bad, person doxxed, life is shit. Oh, oops. life is redacted. Okay, yeah,
0: and you know what? And it's not like Hosoda even tried to do that thing where he thought the he made seem like the internet was a good place. Like there was definitely like some like bad things going on, but it's like the real world. The internet is just a reflection of the actual reality, you know? Like there are some really crappy people online, like people who criticize Belle saying that she's a show off or whatever, or, you know, like remember that tattoo artist who was all like, yeah, I got these tattoos for my
1: lover was scarred. What was going on with that?
0: Okay, he was like saying like he was in mourning and he got tattoos of bruises where his lover was scarred, right? and like people thought, oh my god, she's dead. And like, he didn't like correct them. He didn't say, outright say she was dead, but he didn't correct them. And so when people saw that he was dating someone else, he was like, oh, I don't know. And the girlfriend comes and I was like, yo, I'm not dead. What are you guys talking about?
1: <laughs> that was kind of was like a weird subplot. And also like the baby.
0: It was supposed to be like an example of what people can be like on the internet, you know? Like, some people use it to show who they really are, and some people don't. <laughs> like, that baseball player, you know?
1: I thought he was... I wanted to expand on him more, honestly. It was, he was supposed
0: to be... you oh, know, he, he was just supposed to be... Help it's... move the story along.
1: I don't know why they had, like, a weird focus on, like, a baby girl. You know, the girls who pretended to have a family. I think I could kind of get why, because like... She was supposed to be, like, a
0: typical parent, you know? Yeah,
1: it's... Just awkward <laughs>
0: <laughs> still like i think bell i i'm really it didn't make get a, it didn't get an oscar nomination honestly i mean i know it wasn't the best movie but i felt like this was some of okay it's not mamoru soda's best work i feel like it's definitely in the, the top five though because Like, art-wise and musical-wise, so much effort was put into this. And yeah, there was some, like, complication to the story, but you could definitely tell where he was going. I felt like it deserved an Oscar nomination, especially considering that three out of five nominations are owned by Disney.
1: It's just, it's always been this way, you know? Oscars have always been, like, kind of biased towards Western medias and... You know, the biggest Western animation industry out there is Disney.
0: The last time a non-English film won Best Animated Feature was back in 2003 for Spirited Away. And even this distribution rights were owned by Disney for that one.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Belle would have made like a great comeback for Soda, especially since like Mirai, uh, his 2021 film, like lost out on an Oscar, like it lost out to like uh, Spider Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I forgot
1: about Mariah. <laughs>
0: no, but I like checked like former winners of the of uh the best animated features. And do you know Okay, so when was this? Uh you know what movie won out against uh Howls Moving Castle
1: and <laughs> yeah, Corpse did. Bride? Yeah, you told me about What this. was it? I guess like Gromit.
0: Gromit and something. Gromit and you know that like stop motion those stop motion <laughs> series about the dude
1: and his dog gosh i honestly find that really hilarious unfair but hilarious
0: my god but how do you win out against corpse bride and howl's moving castle gosh corpse bride was really good. yeah it was uh, and you okay one final criticism is i felt like in terms of abuse in this film, I didn't think it was like that well executed.
1: <laughs> Ooh, what a hot take. I mean,
0: like, I don't know. It wasn't well executed for me.
1: I guess it's just like it wasn't well executed because it wouldn't. We didn't some... see like a lot of the father's abuse. Yeah. Like, he yelled, he broke a vase. It wasn't explained. And it's not like abuse is justified with an explanation, but we need to know how things got that way. Like, I. All we know so far is that like the mom died, the dad I guess became abusive because of that. Hmm. But like it doesn't explore that very much.
0: Still, yeah, I felt like Bell should have at least gotten a nomination. I mean, it got a a fourteen standing ovation. Come on, you know it was it was good. It was it's an instant comfort film something like you can watch when you're down in dumps, you know? It's definitely not
1: m- one of um, Matt best. Yeah, my personal favorite would definitely be like, Wolf, Children, and Boy and the Beast. Oh, Boy and the Beast was so good.
0: Though a lot of people complain that it has
1: the same issues Bell has in terms of pacing, you know? It's true. I did not like the ending. I didn't- No, I mean- Not because it was poorly written. I just did like the fact he never went back.
0: That's not a problem with the pacing. People thought like they spent too much time in the beginning, like, training him up. I felt like it was necessary, but I do know what there to go going on. I just on love the it. aesthetic of that movie. I know. So yeah, like, that's why, like, I can only give this movie, like, a 7 out of 10. Though I still really enjoyed it. Mm. I feel like people are being too
1: harsh for the soda, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people have been saying, like, the plot lines aren't good. But I think
0: ties together well enough
1: they have potential
0: it just didn't have enough time
1: exactly and i feel like that's becoming a problem for a lot of movies yeah
0: you know never enough time to like fully flesh things out
1: especially with animation movies because an- animation is super expensive
0: yeah and that's probably why it couldn't work as a series because you know budgets <laughs> 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 i mean it's going to it would be like what what did people complain about the Seven Deadly Sins season two? Was it?
1: I think it was. I think it was far beyond seven season two.
0: Like oh well, like people five. complain like how like it how what's it called? It like the how De- Se- Seven Deadly Sins season whatever like really went down in production value. You know, it could have been one of those situations. So maybe it's best like it was left as a film. Seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sins. Seven
1: Deadly Sins. What an experience. I could not get past episode one of that. I just uh. Okay, leaving my comments to myself. (laughs) Don't tell me you're a Seven Deadly Sins fan. I'm
0: not a fan, but I can appreciate the story. Anyways, anyways, Belle uh you give it a 6.5 out of 10 right yeah 7.10 7 7 out of 10 so yeah Mm -hmm. i mean like not my favorite animation film but something i would definitely consider re-watching in the future
1: most of this podcast has been us complaining but trust me it's a decent movie
0: as long as you have fun watching it like you know who cares about how many criticisms you have right exactly Mamoru Hosoda always nails pulling at the heartstrings with his storytelling, and I don't think Bell is an exception. It shows us how our vulnerability is what can make us stronger, whether it's in the online world or offline, something we as people don't tend to consider much in the age where everything is happening through a computer screen. Visually, this is Hosoda's best work. The animation is absolutely stunning with an innovative way of showing off the imagery. But the film has the same problem as most of Hosoda's film in terms of pacing. The movie is just too ambitious and trying to take on as much plot as it can in a limited amount of time. Not to say that it dampens the effect of the overall story, but it leaves you feeling like there is more to say. (music) Nevertheless, it was disappointing to find out that it didn't receive a nomination for the 2022 Oscars, especially considering that 3 out of 5 movies nominated for Best Animated Features are all owned by Disney. The reality is, is that this category usually isn't favorable for non-English and non-Disney works, the last time an international film winning being spirited away back in 2003, and even that movie had its distribution rights owned by Disney. Belle would have been a great comeback for a ever since his last film, Mirai, won a nomination back in 2019, ultimately losing out to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, though that was admittedly good film. Still, it doesn't change the fact that Belle was an extreme joy to watch nominated or not. It's an instant comfort film, something you can just watch to raise your spirits, and in the end, that's the best part about animated films. It's not necessarily a tearjerker as it is just heartwarming.